We know the stories. Riding off into the sunset. Jesse James and the Younger Gang. It was the mid-1800s. And the United States was at war. From 1861 until 1865. But what do we really know of that time? We knew that people chose sides. We knew that there was chaos, likely in the streets too. Were they for the North? Were they for the South? What did people want? Not everybody wanted the North or the South. Although the James Younger gang did want for the Confederacy. As a matter of fact, that's how they started. But they weren't just a gang of men. Oh no, there was a woman involved. And while she may not have been part of the actual James Younger gang, one thing that's known, if you weren't for the North and you weren't for the South, you might have just been an outlaw. And Belle Star, well, she sure knew how to shoot. And that was her life. She was the queen of the Oklahoma outlaws, Belle Star. This is Caitlin from GBR Life of Crimes. In this podcast, we discuss women crimes and the psychology behind them. Why did these women commit these crimes? Was it mental illness? Did they do it just for fun? Keep listening because this week is about Belle Star, Queen of the Oklahoma Outlaws. Myra Mabel Shirley Reed Starr. Who was she? We know her as Belle Starr. Others known her, know her as the Queen of Oklahoma Outlaws. But to her family, she was just May. So who was she, this girl from Carthage, Missouri? Well, she was born February 5th, 1848. Probably a pretty normal baby. And at that time, with all of those sicknesses going around, she must have survived most of them because she definitely made it until adulthood. But she did have a very interesting family. At least on her mother's part. Her mother was Elizabeth, or Eliza, Hatfield Shirley. Yes, Hatfield. Part of the Hatfield and McCoy family. Although, there's nothing to say that her mother in particular was part of the famous feud. But there's nothing that says that she wasn't, as she was part of the family. And she married John Shirley, 
but she was his third wife. And he was also considered a black sheep of his family. And he was a farmer, having wheat and corn and hogs and horses. And he made sure that his children learned quite well. You see, May, or Belle, she received a classical education and even learned how to play piano. She also graduated from Missouri's Female Academy. That was a private institution that her own father even helped to find. He wanted to make sure that his daughter had a good education, and she did. She also knew how to shoot. A young girl in that time, and she knew how to shoot. not really known where Belle learned to shoot. I'm sure some would say her father taught her. But one thing that's always important to remember is that she's from Missouri. And from the same area of Missouri where the James Younger gang was from. And she did know them. In fact, her and her brother knew him. And her brother had a local nickname of Captain Shirley, specifically by the Confederate sympathizers. And the James Younger brothers were known as Confederate sympathizers, and that's part of the reasons why they did what they did during the Civil War for the Confederacy. And her brother, unfortunately, was killed in 1864. Now, he was killed in Missouri, but if you think about it, he probably stuck around when her family moved in order to fight because there was that attack, also in 1864. Unfortunately, her brother tried to escape a surrounded house by Union troops and was shot and killed. If you're a really good shot and your brother gets killed, what are you to do but join the fight? And that's what Belle did. She joined the fight. It was after the war, but that didn't mean that people were just completely at rest. And she now had something to say. Something like, I'm gonna rob you to make you feel the pain I feel. Her family moved from Missouri to Texas. And in that move, she met Jim Reed, who was part of one of the gangs that Jesse James was also a part of. Her childhood friends. And she had a crush on him as a teen. So, when the opportunity struck for her to marry him, she did. And I'm sure she was very excited about that. 
They were all on the same side, against the Confederacy. And even though the war was over, they still all had something to say, as well as money to gain. But she was a married woman. Some say it was just a common-law marriage. Either way, she dedicated herself to Jim Reed. And they had a son together. And a daughter together. Their daughter's name, Rosie Lee. But they nicknamed her Pearl. And their son's name was James Edwin. And they nicknamed him Eddie. The family being an outlaw family, couldn't stay in just one place. They had to go from Arkansas to California. Now, I did mention Texas in the beginning, and that's because that's where they met. But if you're part of an outlaw gang, you're not going to stay in one place, as I mentioned. Not just because of needing to flee the scene, but also because where are you going to commit the robberies? As I said, they had something to say. But when they went to California, that was because, unfortunately, Bell was convicted, or almost convicted, of murder. So they had to move, and quickly. But they did return to Texas at some point. And... Reed continued to be part of several gangs, and his wife was definitely supportive of that, until she found out that he met somebody else. So she left him, and then she met a Cherokee Indian. Who would have thought back then? But she did. This podcast is brought to you by Caitlin from GBR Life, LLC. If you want to hear more, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and feel free to find me on social media under GBR Life and feel free to visit my website, gbrlife.com. This podcast is open to any sponsorships. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Back to this week's episode. Sam Starr. Recognize the last name? Well, of course. Belle Starr's husband. That's the name that she died with. Her Native American, Cherokee Indian husband. Whichever you'd prefer to say. His family was not exactly crime-free. They were notorious for whiskey, cattle, and horse thievery. Clearly very much in love. And she learned some things from them. She learned how to organize and plan some of these crimes, including bootlegging. The other thing she learned is, in a sense, how to make it a business. And what she did was keep that money so that when anybody was about to get caught, She could bribe them, the law, I mean, so that they can 
go home, not have to go to jail, because who wanted to go to jail? Well, Belle, she didn't want to go, but her and Sam did eventually get arrested in Arkansas because they ended up back over there. She was found guilty and served nine months because she stole a horse. But she did get off a lot easier than you might think. The judge that she had was known for hanging people. But that's not what happened to her. She must have bribed him in some capacity, though that's not necessarily known or said. But what is known is that she was a model prisoner during her time in jail. She even won the respect of the prison matron. But Sam, not exactly everyone's favorite when he went to prison. They said that he was incorrigible and he was given a lot more hard labor. Good prisoners or not, three years after the jail time that both Bell and Sam had to endure, they were in court again for another charge of committing robbery. And while that charge did not stick and they were allowed to leave, Sam ended up dying that day because he got into a gunfight with his cousin. After the death of her husband, Belle had a little more on her plate to have to think about because she lived on Native American land. At that time frame, the only way to stay on that Native American land was to marry another Native American because she was a white woman. And she did so. His name was Jim July Starr. But that didn't take away all the gossip there was all the scandal because she wasn't married until she was and even then it was pretty clear why she did to stay on that land either way she continued to live the life that she knew even when she was with Sam but that all ended on February 3rd 1889 two days before her 41st birthday she was killed she was riding home and she was ambushed she fell off of her horse and she was shot after that fall just to make sure that she was dead it was said that her death was resulted from shotgun wounds to her back her neck and her shoulder and face there's even some legend saying that she was shot with her own gun. Now, it's not really known who killed her. There are a lot of theories. So today, her, mur her murder is considered to be unsolved. One of the theories was that Edgar Watson asked her to dance, and she said no, so he killed her. Another theory is that Frank Eaton was going to uh, get caught by her, so he killed her. 
Another story is that her son killed her because he mistreated her horse and she beat him for it. Thing is, we don't know. And because of that, her story will, at least her murder, will be considered unsolved. star may have been a criminal an outlaw in that time but that doesn't mean that anything was wrong with her mentally maybe a bit of depression but probably just anger if anything because her brother was killed during the civil war and she went for the group that she could go for to fight against it to fight against that type of mentality to fight against the type of people that caused that war but that was the life she knew that was the life that she lived and the older you get it's probably not easy to just stop that life but she was a very smart woman being able to turn a life of crime essentially into a business while her husband's prior also committed crimes they didn't really want a solid simple life they wanted the thrill of those crimes she wanted to make sure that she could fight back versus just committing crimes but again that was the life she knew and that was the life that she continued up until the day that she died Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Next week, interested in the Mexican drug cartel? Me too. That's why next week is about Sandra Avila Beltran, leader of the Mexican drug cartel. Mm-hmm.